Four years ago, CVS stock peaked at over 100 bucks. Nowadays, it trades around 53. But the company is reshaping itself to become a central hub in the U.S. healthcare system. That could benefit both consumers and investors. I'm Avi Salzman. Welcome to the Readback. I'm joined by Jack Howe, who recently sat down with the CEO of CVS, Larry Merlo, to talk about CVS's transformation. Hi, Jack. Hello. First, tell us a little bit about why you ended up going to uh, Spring, Texas for the story. Right. So that's part of Houston. And in Houston, CVS is testing a new type of store they call Health Hub. There are three of them there. In a Health Hub store, there are greatly expanded healthcare services. So CVS has this chain of 1,100 minute clinics that are inside CVS stores, and those are all around the country. Now a health hub takes that to a different level. When you walk in, there's a health concierge that can direct you to care. There are more examination rooms. There are more healthcare workers. There's an in-house blood lab where you can get instant results on a variety of different tests. I got there just as morning chair yoga was ending, so I chatted with a bunch of ladies from the area who had gone there. They said, well, it's, it's relaxing, you get a good stretch. One of them was telling me she has started going to CVS for her healthcare needs, for checkups, to get her blood pressure looked after. And they're still testing this. This is only a few months old in Houston, so we're, we're, we're going to find out exactly what services are offered. But they say they want to provide 80% of the services that you could get from a primary care physician. They don't want to replace family doctors. They say they want this to be complementary to what family doctors do. They want to have a place where you can go and get quick access to cheap care. And they're going to do this by staffing these health hubs and minute clinics with nurse practitioners and physician assistants. These are people who can prescribe medicine, but they have a, a much shorter and less expensive path through their education. They make less money than family doctors, but it's a way for CVS to get around a shortage of primary care doctors. That is surprising because, you know, I always think of CVS as the place where I get my one-pound M&Ms twice a week. It, it seems like it's a, quite a different business these days. I'm sure the M&Ms are still there. Probably, I'm going to guess both plain and peanuts, so you're covered either way. Got to get plain. Come on. <laughs> but there, there are some parts of the store they're cutting back on. They needed to free up about 20% of the space in the store to provide these new healthcare services. So they've gotten rid of things like toys. Some of the magazines are gone. Seasonal goods have been cut in half. And there are other things that were either slow sellers or low margin goods. And then they've replaced that with more healthcare services. And so the idea is not only will they be able to introduce higher margin revenue into the store with healthcare services while undercutting the prices people would pay at, let's say, an emergency room or even a primary care doctor, but also that if those people happen to have Aetna insurance, keep in mind CVS bought Aetna last year, it means that Aetna's bill will be reduced. And Aetna is that rare kind of healthcare company that can make money off of falling prices while most of the rest of the industry makes money off rising prices. So how is CVS going to transform healthcare if you have these pharmacies, if you have these areas that people might associate with buying candy or buying, you know, some basic household goods. 
How does this become sort of a central hub of the future of American healthcare? I think one of the first things they have to do is is get the word out. CVS has spent basically a half century buying other drug chains and becoming the largest prescription writer in America. People know that about the company. Fewer people probably know about the PBM that has existed in, inside CVS for many years. That's a pharmacy benefit manager, and that's a company that negotiates with drug companies on behalf of group buyers to bring prices down. There are arguments back and forth right now about whether PBMs have done their job, and people are frustrated with how high drug prices have gotten. So there's a backlash right now against them. And on Wall Street, there's an argument that the PBMs have peaked in terms of profitability, and those profits might fall. New for CVS is being in the health plan business, and that really changes the company. That gives them an ability to drive patients to places where care is cheaper. And now it wants to itself become a place where care is cheaper by greatly expanding its health care offerings. If it can do that and if it can convince people that they can go to CVS and get care that's more convenient than waiting for a doctor's appointment and far cheaper than walking into an emergency room, they have an opportunity to profit a couple of different ways from that. And that can offset any declines at their PBM. And I just think for investors, the starting point of the stock, it's less than half as expensive as the broad market now relative to earnings, and also less than half as expensive as some healthcare peers like United Health Group. I think a lot of the concerns are priced in, and I think we're going to see what kind of upside there is for CVS as it goes after this new business. And they also own Aetna now, and that's an enormous business that seems to be you know, a staple of the healthcare system too, obviously. If you look at Aetna, that to me is really the key. That's the transformative piece because there are many types of healthcare businesses that can make money as costs rise, but insurers make money from falling prices because they collect money from us for premiums for our health insurance, and then they pay claims based on our care. So if the cost of our care is falling, it means profit margins are likely rising for health insurance companies. Suddenly, it becomes very much in CVS's interest to provide you with a place to go for routine care at very low cost. That's why it's testing these health hub stores in Houston. That's why it wants to expand healthcare services across the country. Some people on Wall Street think that it might do some more acquisitions by buying urgent care centers. Or, or, or small private hospitals, that sort of thing. For now, the company's plans is to do that on its own through its stores with the health hub. But this, to me, the Aetna piece makes CVS's future clear. It needs to go further into the business of providing health care directly. Healthcare is obviously an enormous part of the economy, but unfortunately for CVS, it's one that Congress is paying attention to in a way that it seems like it hasn't before. I mean, there's hearings seemingly every week about high prescription drug prices, about pharmacy benefit managers. That seems like the kind of thing that investors often don't like. Yeah, and I think that's reflected in CVS stock. It's about half as expensive as the rest of the stock market relative to earnings because of those concerns. When I think about what could happen from a policy standpoint to American healthcare, first of all, something has to change, right? No one thinks that the level of spending that we have right now is sustainable. We spend the most in the world by far as a percentage of our GDP, and we don't get better results for it. So I look around the rich world and I say, what are other countries doing? Some countries just 
provide health care. They have national health care systems. Some countries have a single payer, and some countries have a highly regulated system of private insurance. In America, we already have all three of those. Medicare is a single payer. Uh, our veterans use a national health care system. And the Affordable Care Act is, is a system of regulated private insurance. So it's not like we need to reinvent something or do something new. We need to look at what we're already doing and focus on what can be improved. I think the path forward, if you had Medicare for all, certainly that would be bad news for a company that just bought Aetna and the entire rest of the health insurance industry. But this is a trillion-dollar industry. I cannot imagine that we're going to make a sudden move that's going to cut a trillion-dollar industry out of the American economy. So when I think about plausible paths forward, I think it's probably going to be something where First of all, we're bolstering in Medicare the growth of private insurance plans that provide Medicare benefits. That's called Medicare Advantage, and Aetna is a big player there. And also regulated private insurance, where we continue to expand the number of people who have insurance, but also improve the insurance that they're getting. And I think either of those paths bode pretty well for CVS. Should there be any concern for patients, though, that they're going to the doctor in the same place that they're getting a prescription drug, at the same place that has their insurance, at the same place that is supposedly negotiating for lower drug prices for consumers and companies. At a certain point, does it become maybe even a monopoly problem for one company to control that much of our healthcare experience? Maybe, but I think regulators are more concerned when you have this horizontal expansion, When if one company were to roll up all of the health plans. And already there's been consolidation in health plans. But, but there are still, you know, uh, enough big ones out there. This is a vertical integration where one company wants to do many of the different things uh, in healthcare. I think the purchase of Aetna really changes things. It gives this company an interest in bringing care costs down. It remains to be seen. Is it is it a risk? Could it work out badly? It certainly could. But I I can envision a future where Aetna offers different plans, and one of those plans for people who really want to keep their health care costs down is something where you have reasonably priced insurance, you agree to get most of your care through CVS and its different facilities, and you still have a level of, uh, of insurance for a catastrophic illness or where you have to go to the emergency room, that sort of thing. But I can see that as a viable path where a private company could bring healthcare costs down while policymakers are still arguing. I think when costs start to give way in healthcare in America, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if that had less to do with Washington and more to do with CVS or Apple or any of these other companies that are getting into healthcare. Thanks, Jack. Really enjoyed the story and this chat. Thank you. You can read Jack Howe's story on CVS and the future of healthcare in the latest issue of Barron's, and as always on Barron's.com. I'm Avi Salzman. The show is produced by Meta Litzhoff. The readback will return next Wednesday.
This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.